morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you are well where you are. I hope you're safe. And I hope you're planning to remain safe throughout this season. Please do so. Um, Please, please, please do so. I wish you all the best. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve today. When you're watching it, it's probably, probably, I mean, yeah, I don't know, it probably Christmas passed by the time, but then we're still in the season. So season's greetings and Merry Christmas. I do say Merry Christmas because it's about Jesus and, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. So um, by New Year's, I can be saying Happy Holidays and all of that. But for now, yes, the greeting is Merry Christmas. So I wish you a Merry Christmas. And I do hope that, you know, it will be an awesome time for all of us yeah i hope it will be an awesome i hope and believe and pray that it will be an awesome time for all of us in the name of jesus and you know um sympathies and comfort and prayers to all who may have lost someone and are grieving at this time and um, we just pray for god's comfort his guidance his peace and his joy upon them all in jesus name amen so today I'm led of God to do another free flow music. I don't know if this is going to be the trend until the end of the year, but you know what? Who am I to argue? I think it makes sense, really, if we've been using all through the year. I think God is sort of leading me through a summary series, so I'm sort of like wrapping up what are the collection of my thoughts, and then next year we set up, you know, on a new, with a bam, you know what I'm saying, but I think it makes sense that I would reflecting at this time we'll be meditating i'll be wrapping up my thoughts and my experiences honestly i like this concept of time i think it really works in this life because if we didn't have it you know like the bible says number your days there would be no measure you know how there'll be nothing for me to work against to be able to say you know how do i measure progress you know and all over that so this whole 24 hour day cycle seven days a week you know 31 days a month 90 days a quarter, you know, um, 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 what's half a year, you know, and then when it when the whole year comes, you know, it, it, it does give a sense of being able to assess and review and then look at patterns, what has held strong, you know, I mean, even if the situation is, you, you, one should be able to get a sense of how, you know, a condition or a situation presents itself if you've had sufficient time to monitor it it's just like even the you know the coronavirus when it first came out people didn't really know you know because you can't use you know fleeting experiences here and there to judge but by the time you know information came out across countries across nations you know patterns and trends could be determined you know you know they could then see you know it was then easier to evaluate and say this is how the, the virus presents itself this is what it does these are the high risk um, populations these are the ones that seem to be low risk you know it appears that some people are asymptomatic but they can still transmit you know so all of that we we could only have known that you know after a, a, a reasonable time of assessment you know you can't be there is no evaluation whether scientific or spiritual you know well spiritually if you get really divine revelation then maybe you don't need time but if it's an assessment you're making in this natural realm with you know there is a, a time period that is required for you to be able to assess and say consistently this i can say this is what we know this is what we do not know this is what we suspect 
you know and, and these are the things that you know we, we we see as a consistent pattern so i guess that's one of the reasons why perhaps the lord is making us do this so today i have the leading and the sense to talk about three things and i have no idea what i'm going to call the title so whatever title you see at the end just know that i mean when you open the episode just know that that was what somehow by the end of the musing i arrived at that so it's i'm going to be talking about three things these are my three reflections there probably will be others but there are three things that are coming very strongly to me right now and i i think that every throughout the entire musings for the past month for this month actually it's been revolving around these three things in one shape or form or another and i'm going to say what the three of them are then i'm going to talk a little bit about them or maybe i'll take them one by one whichever one the first one is the verse in proverbs 4:23: guard your heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life the second one is the joy of the lord is your strength that's in nehemiah is verse 10 um, i think it was being said to ezra and the people who were going to build the temple and you know they were being inspired by the prophet nehemiah that you know the joy of the lord is your strength you can go ahead and do this work it seems very daunting and all of that but the joy of the lord is your strength and that joy will empower you to do that which you need to do and the third one is where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty and these are my reflections deep 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 reflections and revelations about what my life in 2020 has been and what has made the difference between salvation and oppression between deliverance and torment between light and darkness between life and death between good and evil between wickedness and righteousness between sickness and disease these three things have been the difference you know i have said it in previous musings that i have felt that in 2020 i've had a yo-yo you know spiritual christian experience where sometimes i'm high sometimes i'm low you know sometimes my faith is high sometimes it's low sometimes i'm discouraged sometimes very very low low moments really really low moments you know based on what was going on you know around me you know and all of that and what made in the moments that were very low my observation was those were times when the joy of the lord was absent those were times when I had left my heart open to the devil, either through relationships, through, you know, how would I say, unprofitable thoughts, thoughts that I had, had allowed to fester, and just allowing my emotions to be all over the place on issues that I should just have shut out. Whenever I let down my guard, so let's talk about guard your hearts without with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. This is a powerful scripture. This verse, if I, you, I, we, us, Christians, all of us can understand this, it will make a significant difference in terms of our human experience. I honestly believe 
that the reason why a lot of us, why I, at least I, let me speak for myself like I always say and I always do. I believe that a lot of my human experience is determined by my ability to guard my heart or my inability at different times. The Bible says out of it, it's not about, you know, people doing you in the village. It's not about that. It's not about spiritual attacks. The spiritual attacks only work when they're able to touch my heart, not my life first. They don't go for the life first. They're not able to go for the life first. The first place they go for is the heart. And I'm saying this by revelation, both in the spiritual and in the physical, based on my experiences in 2020, which I've talked about. Listen to my musing on Full of Compassion, which I think was on the 1st of December. Listen to my musing around Steadfast in Faith, Faith and patience, steadfast under trial, and faith and patience. Those are several months back. These are things that I saw physically and spiritually. As long as my heart is guarded, and when I say my heart is guarded, I am not allowing evil thoughts because evil thoughts, and I'm not retaining evil relationships because there's some relationships that come to actually contaminate your heart. And I've seen that. Where the devil goes for, we are, you know, we've got it all wrong. We've got it all wrong. And I pray that God will lead as many people as need to hear this particular musing here. Because this realization I'm coming to and revelation that I'm getting, I am just understanding it to the level. Ah, Lord. It's the heart he comes for. It's not your life. You know, we're all thinking it's the life. And then in the process of being afraid for our lives, we leave our hearts open. It's like somebody that went to lock the gate, but you left your window open. Or you went to close your window and you left the door open. You know what I'm saying? An intruder is coming. In your haste to close the window, you left the door. That's how it is. When we are scared for our lives, and in the purpose, we forget our hearts. We leave our hearts open. Where God says I should guard is not my life. God has never said I should guard my life. Never. Nowhere does he say we should guard our life. But he does tell us to guard our hearts. What that means is that if I leave my heart unprotected, God cannot help me. Can we let that sink in? I'm also allowing that to sink in. If I leave my heart unprotected, God cannot help me. And honestly, that's what I have seen. The only thing God will do is to bring me to a point where I realize that, for me to realize that I have left my door open, go and shut the door. And of course, if I have left my door open, that means that some things have entered. I need to shut the door and also get those things out. So even that shutting of the door is for me to deinfest the entire my heart and what that means is spiritual insecticide i need to make that place so uncomfortable for them i like to kill all of the the the, the, the flies and all what that have taken place the, the the intruders or drive them out but i need to shut the door so that none of them can go come back in no more he says god what is a god a god keeps something from coming in a god protects what is inside 
a guard checks the heart like if you have a guard in your house he's the barrier between you and your visitors it doesn't mean he doesn't allow anybody in. you first check that he's a safe person only safe people can come in and the bible tells us who those safe people are it says whatever things are true whatever things are pure whatever things are lovely if there be any virtue or any praise think upon those things so regardless of what is happening around you thinking about oh god why has this happened to me oh why is this happening oh why doesn't this person why are they treating me like this why is this person cheating me what have i done to deserve this all of that is not guarding your heart it's not me guarding my heart now if i want to talk about my own experience this year in my case i left my heart open because i brought in a very poisonous relationship that was that was satanic as there's no other word to put it and that relationship gave the devil an access access to my to my heart and my life because speaking through an individual that was tainted that there's no other i mean i can't sugarcoat it that was what it was and i didn't realize it so it took me a while to overcome that so a lot of things were happening and what was happening during that period my prayers were not working the way they would normally work my bindings me that i'm used to i bind and ah, the devil runs as it runs it was not happening that way so when the, you know you, you know what it happens when you have you have diluted your spiritual environment that's exactly what happened in my case this year but it doesn't mean that there was still the power of god was still not there but ah it was it was not as it would have been otherwise and because this contamination of my environment had been happening over time drip 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 i didn't realize it because like i said a trusted relationship that was the opposite of something i should have trusted so i was also being the things were happening at the same time i was also being weighed down by a lot of things so by the time you added the condition of my heart to the condition of my spiritual environment, I was, I was, I was, I was in a bad state. I was, you know, that I was in a bad state. So the first half of the year is up describes what I've just talked about and 2019 as well. When the Holy Ghost started moving in, was when I started the musings. In, this musings in June 6. So, which is why when I'm saying some of these things, some of you may feel like, ah, what's she talking about? You know, <laughs> particularly those of you who listen to me. But yeah, in the first half of the year, I was in a terrible place. I was in a very, very bad place. I was in a very, very, very bad place. Because there was a lot going on that I couldn't explain. It was in the second half of the year, towards actually by the third quarter, after three months of doing the musings that God started to reveal to me some of the things that I'm sharing. So I started shutting the door on some of those unproductive relationships, toxic, evil, satanic relationships. And please, let's bear in mind, this is spiritually contaminated. It's not anything <clears throat> physical or moral. This was spiritually contaminated relationships. People whose who were just spiritually compromised and i think a lot of you if you've had the experience with sort of thing you know you know i, I, I yeah it's my first time ever having such an experience but they were spiritually compromised people <clears throat> and they then had it i had given them a trusted place in my life yeah it was yeah so my environment was contaminated 
my spiritual environment and then my heart because that spiritual I, I, I believe that the spiritual contact um, I believe I so I believe I suspect I think the progression was once my spiritual environment was contaminated it became easier for me to fall prey to things you know things that are affecting me more you know things just that are affecting me more and then my heart I started dwelling more on the negative things that were happening around me and then my my heart became affected in that situation I was already weakened. Now, where, where is faith going to find a place to stand in such a heart? It was tough. It was tough. So, how did I get back? The Lord brought me back to music. So, worship, first of all. Which, and if you notice my early musings, well, I deleted a lot of them. But I had done some songs around Naomi Rain. Then I would do, you know... Do, the, do songs and interpret the songs so it was worship that God used to bring me back so I, I didn't realize at the time he was cleansing my heart and I went through that then I of course I started doing the music so every day I was reading scripture that one was, was also God was actually cleansing me I had no idea I didn't know and through these musings and then um, by September revelation started coming he led me into a prayer session which I talked about um, when you check my music on December 1st please go and listen to it if you haven't already then he led me through a 21-day prayer um, for uh, interceding for someone, and that then began a a chain of events that led to my realizing the relationships that I needed to get out of my life, spiritually compromised relationships. So these are two things. Please let's bear in mind: God was leading me to cleanse my heart and cleanse my environment there are two things and i'm not talking about physical environment i'm not talking about who is in my house you know or you know i'm not talking about that. i'm talking about my spiritual environment in terms of the people that had access to my mind and my heart in a destructive way people don't have to be living in your house to have access to your mind and your heart they don't they, sometimes you may not even know them can come in through online you know i mean as in relationships you bet online so physical presence is not required this is 100 percent spiritual soulish you know what i'm saying you know so spiritually contaminated compromised destructive relationships satanic inserts that's what i'll call them people who are inserted into your life to steal to kill and to destroy not to marry yeah, they inserted into my life to steal to kill and to destroy that's what they were and i had given them a trusted place unknowingly because i thought they were they were believers. They were people. They were safe. I, I, yeah. Just like Jesus thought Judas was. Well, yeah. So, every time, so as God began to help me to build, you know, to, first of all, reveal what I needed to change, shut out those negative voices and relationships, and then I started to, God started cleansing me with his word through the musings, and then worship came in at those moments there was a a notable difference in the condition that was causing me great concern at the times whenever i let my guard down and i allowed certain things to come back in in terms of negative thoughts emotions the problems came back exponentially i can't explain and i can't go into details for obvious reasons you know what i'm saying 
when it involves other people, you know, things and you know, you, there's certain things you want to make sure you say, and also just so that you don't, I don't make it about myself and my experience, but rather I keep it focused on the word of God and what I learned through it. So, it's a pattern that I've now been able to establish now. This, what I'm sharing this morning or now. I didn't understand it as fully as I did now. I did notice that trend about August, but still musing around it. But now I realize that, oh my goodness, there's a direct link between the condition of my heart and the condition of this situation. Direct link, as in direct. It's like a lever. Once I am down, the problem rises. Once I am up, the problem goes down. Aha. This one is a clearly spiritual situation here. So I am now trying to take a lot of effort and care to do what the Bible says, which is to guard my heart, to be very careful about what I listen to, have a daily regime of listening to the Bible, play the audio tapes. I've talked about the power of reading the Bible alive, having daily worship, you know, aided by, you know, streaming music and all of that. But just continuing to guard the heart. So, yeah. So very. The second thing is the joy of the Lord is my strength, and that's very much linked to what I have said. So, just like I had said, the the lever. It was like you know when I'm down, because definitely by the time you allow a toxic relationship into your life or into your heart, your environment is contaminated. Meaning. The power of God is not as it would have been. So you are, I'm already open. You know, I'm open. The environment has been taken care of. So the, you know, angels, whatever it is, all of that, the host of heaven, the power of the host of heaven to intervene is already affected because I have opened the door. I have contaminated my environment. So that's one thing, my spiritual environment. Then by the time my heart then begins to dwell, my mind, my heart, my emotions have started intertwining and interacting with thoughts that I shouldn't have allowed to fester in my mind and have a home. Then, of course, the joy of the Lord is, has fled out. Again, I noticed that just like, you know, you know, I had mentioned that guard your heart, the joy particularly, so so I've talked, under guard your heart, I've talked about the triggers, the things that caused the situation. So I opened the door to toxic relationships and evil thoughts destructive thoughts that weakened my contaminated my spiritual environment and weakened my faith in my heart and the impact of that is what then affected the joy of the lord so the impact of it was that i was depressed i was i was just you know i was in a state of i wasn't i wasn't it's like i was weak let's just put it that way i was spiritually weak so I was functioning in terms of physical, whatever. I was doing stuff. I was still, you know, I was doing stuff, but I was spiritually weak. I myself knew it because almost every day you are crying, you know, almost every day, you, are, you know, everything. You're feeling overwhelmed. The entire situation was just really, really, you know, very, was overwhelming. And of course, what that means is that the joy of the Lord is out. Did you, you know what I'm saying? It's out. But every time, particularly in the July period, I would say it was when I think God actually helped me to take control back, you know, through the ministry of Naomi Rain, Promises, Maverick City, 
that was a song that God really used. And these were songs I, I did um, several episodes on promises. I did on the story I'll tell. I had to delete them because later I felt, you know, I was concerned. Maybe there may be, a, you know, some issue around copyright or people thinking, you know, I just didn't want to. So I, I deleted them, you know. Um, so yes, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So those times when God was able to, was able to, you know, reach me and, and, and fill me with his joy, the situation improved. The condition that was giving me concern significantly improved. So I'm now realizing that the yo-yo that I've been talking about is because I didn't realize that I needed to continue to guard my heart because it's a daily thing. You know something. So you know. I mean, if you know, if you're emo, you know about emotions. You know, for people like us, I'm quite an emotional person. That something you do not allow. That I didn't allow something to upset me on Monday, does not mean that on Tuesday, I, if I'm not careful, it will weigh me down. So every day, I have to keep that guard up. It's like your your security guard. He has to be at his post every day. Otherwise, you don't say, oh, he was there all day, or he, and, oh, he just left at night, and you know, I mean, really. One second away from the gate can make a lot of difference. It's about, you know, was it the right time? You know, in fact, if the gate is open, anybody can come in, which is what I've observed. Even my house one day, I mean, I moved into a new house. The gate was open and ah, I just saw this character walking in. I'm like, how? You know, so I told my husband, I said, look, locking the gate is actually a deterrent. Because and then he came and said he was looking for somebody, blah, blah, blah. And this was in a gated estate. I was like, is this how you just enter somebody's gate? And it was closed, just that it was not locked. So he opened it with all boldness. And so I, I, told, I said, we locked the gate. Don't say because we are in a gated estate. And that's it. Thank goodness I was outside at the time. It was maybe, I don't know, you know, I, I really don't know. He gave an excuse for why he was in the compound but to me it wasn't compelling because you don't just walk into people's houses like that definitely not in lagos nigeria but that's what happens when your gate is left unmanned or unlocked or it's open and our the gates of our hearts should never be left unmanned the bible says we should guard it so there's supposed to be 24 7 fence guard firewall burglary proof Concentric, concentric fencing, um, concentric fire uh, wire fencing. Um, what is the other thing they put? Electric shock. Whatever the highest security system, CCTV, everything. If possible, say snipers <laughs> on the roof. You know what? At guarding the gate of your heart. The joy of the Lord is a strategy. You cannot fight a battle without the joy of the Lord. That's what I found this year, 2020. You cannot. The joy of the Lord is really your strength. I never knew the meaning of that scripture till this year. And that's why the devil has, is attacking a lot of people with mental health and destruction. Because depression. Because you cannot, as in the prayer, you can't pray the prayer that will move an ant, not to talk of a mountain. You cannot. You cannot. Once they've, that joy is taken, the person is finished. You become a candidate for mercy.
So these are three things I'm carrying into 2021. Oh Lord, help me. I must not let this fall. I will never forget this. I think I'm going to write it on my wardrobe. Which then brings me to the last thing, which is where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Yes. The devil comes after our hearts. He tries to contaminate our spiritual environment. He also tries to steal the joy of the Lord. Because he knows that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And conversely, where the spirit of the Lord is absent, there is, there is no liberty. There is oppression, there is torment, there is imprisonment, there is captivity. He is able to reign supreme. Honestly speaking, what he's been able to do. Ah, Father in heaven. Yeah. I, I didn't realize the kind of life I have led before now. Where I have kept a lot of subconsciously, a lot of people and influences out of my life. And I think it was just by the grace of God. I didn't realize how much it was helping my spiritual life. I didn't realize because it, it was just not, I never ever opened up. You, you can't get to me because I just, I didn't make myself available. But the first opportunity I did, yes, they made sure they, they said a, a, a compromised individual was there, ready to do the bidding of his Lord and Master. It's a big learning for me. So, but I have learned it and I've learned it for life. I will never forget these three things. And I pray that you do not as well. So thank you for listening. God bless you. Do have a Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year ahead. Thank you so much.